As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, test, test. A murder of mischievous magpies muddle Middle Earth's monarchal masquerade by mentioning muck and manure in their magnificent music. A murder of mischievous magpies muddle Middle Earth's monarchal masquerade by mentioning muck and manure in their magnificent music. All right, the microphone seems to be working. It is 11.58 a.m. on a Wednesday. Getting ready to meet with my client, Clintock Beppers. Clintock is a, uh, well, he's a thermal engineer and uh, uh, perhaps a bit of a Lothario. Uh, anyways, I, I like Clintock quite a bit. I'm looking forward to seeing him, helping him out today as much as I can. You know, before he arrives, a little bit of time for a self-check-in. What's going on with me? What's in my brain here? Well, uh, you know, there's no other way to say it. Baby got his first root canal. Uh, baby, uh, baby had a, a, a tooth that was, uh, that he thought was, well, he thought it was a bad canker sore. I'm baby. I don't know if that was clear. Uh, me baby thought I had a canker sore in my mouth and, uh, lo and behold, it was a, a, a tooth in the back of my mouth that was rotting to its core. And, uh, you know, I, genetically, I guess I was predisposed. I have a mom from England and a father from Tennessee. So I was uh, genetically disadvantaged, uh, but, uh, whatever it, it is, what it is. Uh, long story short, I had a bit of a, a grammatical disagreement with my dentist as we were uh, in the process of the root canal. You see, uh, uh, my dentist was using a, a, a melting material to uh, uh, melt the temporary rubber into the back of my mouth to clog up the rotted hole before the crown gets put on. Uh, but uh, uh, he was very clear. He said, don't flinch when the heating tool is in your mouth because I would end up burning myself. And despite not being able to respond adequately at that moment, grammatically, I still feel very much that even in that case of a flinch, it would still very much be him burning me and not me burning myself. And I'm proud to say he only burned me twice. And oh, oh, hello. Hello, Clintock. Hello. Uh, I'm right on time as usual. You are you. Uh, honestly, yeah, you are. I saw the clock turn to twelve, and here you are, Clintock. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, just looking up at the plaque on your wall. I know you told me last time. I don't usually forget things, but I see. What does the C T 
W-R-O-S stand for? Thank God you're looking at the plaque on my wall and not the plaque in my mouth. That's a dental joke. Okay, Clintock. Well, I'm happy to say it again. It's almost like it almost feels like OCD for you. You got to ask me about the acronym every day. I'm a CTWRS. I'm a critical thinker who rents office space. And that's what qualifies me to be your therapist today. Perfect. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, how how are you, Clintock? You seem um, uptight. Maybe uh, up, I don't know. Uptight? No. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just 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 how I normally am. Just had a long long week at work. Just developing some cooling systems for NASA. No biggie. Cooling just the system. usual. So yeah. I, I, I don't know a lot. I mean, I know you're a thermal engineer and you know every aspect of these things, but I, I don't know a lot about specifically what you do. Like, so is the idea that as something, as a rocket goes to space, the, the, the friction of all the breaking of the atmosphere creates a heat. And so you've got to cool that heat down. Am I close? Is it something like that? Um, I'll have to, for your benefit. Yeah, you're close, but you're, you're pretty wrong. Well, don't, oh, don't, don't do anything for my benefit. Spell it out to me, Clint. Okay. I, I... Yeah, so pretty much to sum it up is when things begin to get too hot, I develop a cooling system so that way things don't explode and people's lives aren't at risk. So I guess you could call me a hero of some sorts. Uh, I, I, I'm good. I, I don't want to be too broad with the term hero. I kind of saved that for... Uh, uh, you know, healthcare professionals like therapists. Uh, but uh, I hear you. I, I understand what you're saying. There's um, there's certainly pretty, a noble yeah. quality to what you do. I'll give you that. There's a noble quality to it. Yeah, it's pretty much when things get too hot, I cool them down. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I I feel that way in my romantic life. Are you with me, Clintock? Up top, buddy. I'm doing a high five. You don't have to reciprocate, but that's what that's why my hand is in the air. And slap. There we go. Nice. Oh, you didn't get yeah. anywhere near my hand. You just said and slap. And slap. Just gotta uh-huh. keep it clean, keep it lean, and keep it mean. But yeah. Keep it mean. I don't I don't think of you as keeping it mean, Clintock. You always seem very polite to me. That's true. I am probably the most polite person you would ever meet. Um yeah. I am always humble. One... Those are the two two words for you. Polite and humble. Definitely. I'm the most humble person you would ever meet. Yeah, that's where I was getting at. Uh okay. Uh well, um Clintock, uh, you I, I Yes. I don't know. You 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 you're a hard person to pin down sometimes because you are kind of a little bit monotone. I don't always know exactly how you're feeling. You have a high opinion of yourself and what you do and, and your uh, ability to pick up the opposite gender. Um, but uh, but I don't know that you're – are you happy? Is that too oh. heavy of a question for a therapist to ask? Are you happy? Oh, yes. No, I am, I am I'm very happy. I, mm. I live my life one day at a time, and each day is filled with so much joy, even more than the next. So every day – is the best day of my life. Well, this wasn't this wasn't to get you to brag again, Clintock. This was just a just truly a question. I'm not I'm not I'm not testing you. I'm not I'm not pushing you to say anything about how great your life is. This is I think therapy is about honesty. Yes. And therapy is about being real. Right. You know. So yes. I just want to make sure that you're not because I do this well, too. I'll, I'll go in to see my therapist and I will try and project that my life is going better than it is. 
because uh, because that makes me feel better to live the life of the projection and not the actual sadness that I go through on a day-to-day basis. I just want to make sure that that's not what's happening here, Clinton. You're not just putting on airs for me. <sighs> All right. I guess I'll break down one of my well-constructed cement-infused walls. It has been tough trying to find a long-term mate. Cement infused wall. So not a wall made of cement, but a wall that has cement infused inside. I guess I don't know a lot about the construction of walls either. It's, it's I don't pretty know if that's much thermal engineering or not. No, because I usually uh and like put carbon fiber inside the walls and I just add a little cement in there just for a little bit of reinforcement. I don't like it when you call it cement. That's it makes it sound dirtier. Cement. But- yeah, cement. No, cement. Cement. Is it, I don't know. I'm saying oh. it correctly. I don't know. I can't argue grammatically whether that or not that's correct. I can only argue how I hear it, and how I hear it is bad. Um, but, oh. okay, I'm sorry. I got a little distracted. You're saying you struggle to find a mate. That's that's a big reveal. Thank you for saying that out loud. That's nice yeah. to hear. Yes, Um I don't know. I just it's hard to find someone who can live up to my standards. Mm. Someone well, what, who I yeah. What 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 are you looking for in an ideal mate? I'll give you an example. My ideal mate, I would say, uh um a a, a short skirt, a long jacket, uh um the right allocation, fast, thorough, sharp as attack. Those are things I'm looking for. Now, you, Clintock, describe your perfect mate to me. Um, well, ideally, one that has a perfect childbearing hips. Oh God! Um, just oh, need God. to carry along the long lineage of who I am. No, Clintock, you can't. You can't. You can't say that. Even in therapy, you oh. can't say that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm gonna cancel you, man. You can't say that. Don't. Don't make me cancel a thermal engineer that's my client. Don't don't. Okay, sorry, sorry about that. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, uh, let's think of a more positive way to express that desire. Okay, uh, let's say you wanna you wanna describe yeah. your attraction to women in a positive way. What, what let's let's rephrase. Let's rephrase. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ideally, uh, somebody who's not a complete idiot. I would say. Um, this is better than childbearing hips. I I will take that. Not still not great. Okay. But better. So, yeah. Better. Yeah. Um. So somebody I rephrase that someone who's intelligent. Um, okay. Here we go. Uh. I I would call that sharp as attack. Sharp as attack. Uh huh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's good, right? Um. Somebody who has a positive vibe, like I do. Okay. You so you think of yourself as a positive vibe. That's interesting to know. Yes. Yeah. Um, every day is a sunny day. Every day is a sun. Okay. All right. Okay. I um I wouldn't say that you exude that positivity. You may feel it on the inside. I don't know that you show it on the outside all the time, Clintock. Oh. Well, I've been smiling this whole time. Oh, that's a smile. Yeah. Oh. Oh dear. Oh dear! I thought you. I thought. I thought there had been like a, a a Botox accident. Oh! Oh no! I've heard you're actually not the first one who said that. 
Uh-huh. Right. Who was the first one to say that? Uh, that was definitely my old manager, like when I was out of college. Your old manager. Um, yes. Okay. I, I thought for sure we were about to talk about your father for the first time, but instead it's just your old manager again. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, I just, I just want, or the reason I asked is who, who else was talking to you in your life is I don't hear a lot about personal relationships. It's always people you work with. It's always a boss or an employer of some sort. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, well, since I am paying you, I guess we could talk about my pops. Oh, okay. <sighs> you call him pops, huh? Yeah. That's a was, sign of a fucked up relationship right there. You call him Pops. Yeah. He wasn't much of a a, a father, as you would say, or even a daddy. He was more of like a Pops, somebody who would come in and out of my life, just popping in and out, in and out. Pops. I think of Pops as like a, a, a guy who runs a diner in the 50s and you know like that pops uh, uh the, you know not very warm not very fatherly that type of figure no you're actually uh you uh hit the nail on the head he did was i actually, really yes he was a uh, actually a manager at joe's diner wow your yes. old man was an old manager my old man was old. he was he used to be like a middle-aged manager but he's been there for so long that he aged no I, I i know how aging works I, I don't need to we don't need to get into that uh okay glintock uh uh it's okay so you wow that, that and would you say he was um i'm trying to i'm just trying to feel if your family is all like you would you say he's emotionally connected would you say he's good with eye contact would you say people confuse his smile with uh, a, a botched botox uh yes just like just like me he was always a uh, always smiling um mm, just like you just like me. So he, I mean, your his face looks just like you, or do you mean he was always smiling? Because to me, those are two different things. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he, uh, we have the same face. Oh, it's a spitting image. Okay, okay, okay. So let's, let's imagine this handsome guy serving you some bacon and eggs in the morning, and mm. greeting you with a warm smile. That was my pops. It's a lot of a lot of imagination that has to happen just for the first part. Um, okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, and, and would you, and, and, and are do you, is there any resentment? Do you love your pops for being just like you? What's the, how's your relationship? Our, our relationship was a little bit rocky. Like I said, he was always like popping in and out, like, right. Always going on frequent, frequent trip trips, like diner conventions and everything. Something, Something inside me now felt like he was. Now yeah. What's discussed at a diner convention? Do you think? What what are, what are all these people who own diners getting together to do at yeah. a convention? Well, uh, fortunately, I was able to hop in our station wagon and go with them on one of these trips. And uh, usually, what they just talk about is like new breakfast specials and like some punny names for them, like eggs over my hammy. They gotta get together to figure that stuff out, huh? It's not just the individual making the choice. No, this is all a collaborative, a collaborative group. Okay. Good for networking. Okay. Because okay. you know, everybody cooks eggs differently. Um. Well, I mean, at a certain point, somebody's got to be cooking that egg the same way. <laughs> there's only a certain number of egg preparations. So if somebody's scrambling, then there's got to be somebody else out there who's also scrambling. Yes. Well, you would, 
You would be surprised at how many people cook eggs incorrectly. Did I offend you? I, I you just you've gotten so defensive in the last ten seconds. I, I know. I'm so sorry. It's just felt like you were criticizing my father's career. Okay, can you, I just can you, really, yeah. Can you sorry. uncross the legs? Just the, the, the you across your legs very aggressively. Can you just? Can I get you to take that left leg and put it back on the ground? Uh, yes, there we go. Sorry, okay. it it took me a while. I was wearing some very very tight khakis. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I. I. Yeah. It's like I. I. I've heard of skinny jeans. I've never heard of skinny khakis, but that seems to be what you're wearing. Um. And maybe a size size too small even for skinny khakis. Um. Okay. Um. Well. Let's zoom out again. Relationship to your father is yes. not great. No, he, he sometimes drags you to diner conventions where they name things uh, and other aspects of that. Um, so what is now? How have you individuated yourself from your father? Obviously, you have a very different career. You're in the sciences. You're not in the uh, uh, what do you call it? Service industry. Um, so how how do you feel that you have uh, made your own man of your life? Well, I would have to say that I'm very uh, proud of myself. That I guess shows. Coming, yeah, yeah shows. coming from you know, all these trials and tribulations, rough childhood, um, did not want to feel like a failure. So I vowed to myself that I will never fail. Mm -hmm. And look where it has gotten me. Well, you're a thermal engineer and you're in my office. Uh, so there's that, I suppose. Um, well, uh, well, okay. I, I, I want to ask about this very delicately, especially somebody who dates as many women and focuses on mating as much as you do. What was your relationship like with your, with, excuse the uh, office stray dog who might uh, growl at certain points, uh, especially when I bring up a topic as sensitive as this. What was your, what was your, how do I want to say this? I want to say this. <sighs> was your mom hot? Do you have a hot mom? You okay, Clintock? Yes, sorry. I was tearing up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. In a traditional yeah. sense, yes, my mom was, as you would say, very, very hot. And my dad wow. was the cooling system, the cooler down. So it was, it was oh, a match boy. made in heaven. Oh, boy. My mom was definitely a looker. She would wear a lot of leopard print cardigans. And a lot of tight leather pants. So my mother was uh -huh. quite the looker. You you know she's a looker based on what she was wearing. You have to be a looker to wear those things. Yes, not um, everybody could pull those off. Not everybody could pull those off, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, all right. And, and what's your relationship like with your mom these days? Is she A, is she still hot, most importantly? And, and B, uh, uh, do you talk to her? Is she still married to your dad? Was she also in and out? All, all these questions. To answer the first one, yes, my mother is still a looker, still fiery hot. Great. Yes. Uh, you... Pick? Picks for proof? Okay, we're going to have to calm down now. We're no pick, calm... no proof. <laughs> we're going to have to calm down a little bit. I'll show here. Here's a... Let me... Let me go through my iPhone 14. Okay. Find a pick for you. Okay. I, I noticed that you're putting your thumb over the head, but I can see that she's wearing hot clothes. 
She's definitely yes. wearing hot clothes. Yes, this time. Yes, she got some crocodile style crocodile print cowboy boots and then she is also wearing a pink flannel yeah uh i it, it's uh, you have to be sexy to pull that off i can't really see most of what you obscured with your thumbs there but i i, I get i get what you're saying she seems to be a very uh, uh hoochie mama i think is the uh, a technical term this time you're actually correct yes great Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, actually, well, that was insulting. Um, okay, Clintock. So, and and and, did you say how much you see her as well? Oh yes. Um, funny story. We actually still live together. Oh. Live together. Yes. Okay. We are we are very close. Okay. And is she supportive of of your dating life? Is she respectful? Does she know what a sock on the door means? All those you know, roommate your your mom's your roommate problems that might come up. Oh, yes. My mother knows everything. Mm. Um, when I need help going on dates, I'll have her get a table next to me and then she'll give me some tips and tricks oh, on my. Wow. Yes. So she's very, very supportive. Wants me to be happy. She, she's here. No, diversion it. So so when you would say things about women like I'm looking for somebody with childbearing hips, your mom would be supportive of that and give you a thumbs up and say, that's what I want you to say. Yes, it's all. Mm. Yes, she would. It's all about creating more of my lineage, creating little clan talks around, well, so Clint, that way we can. Yes, I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're an only child. Yes, that's correct. It's just uh, uh, you. You find that odd, don't you? That your your mom is pushing you so hard to have a bunch of children, and yet she only popped out the one. Yes. It's suspicious, wouldn't you say, Clintock? It's just there's something going on there. Yes. Now that you bring that to light, there definitely is something going on. Hmm. I'm gonna to have to check her medical records when I get home. Well, that's that's a that's a HIPAA violation. Don't don't do that, Clintock. That's uh, uh hip HIPAA will get your ass. Um <laughs> the number it you hear stories every day of HIPAA breaking down people's doors and just uh swatting them. Uh, so just be careful out there. Um, but but I do think it's worth investigating what your mom's deal is a little further. In fact, if you want to just give me her number, I can I can do a little investigating for you, or a, a good way to reach her, maybe a uh, uh, a profile like a DM. Oh yeah, that's no problem. Great. I, I can give you the phone number right now. Oh great, sure, go for it. Okay, so the number is one nine hundred. One nine, so not one eight hundred. No, it, one okay, one nine hundred. Okay, one nine hundred. One nine hundred. Uh, five five five. Five five five. Okay, that's uh, often means a fake number that people give out on television. Okay, I'm listening. And then seven eight two nine. Seven eight two nine. I'm just gonna give this a quick dial just because it's just see what happens here. Oh. Hi, is this uh Mrs. Beppers? Yes, this is Mrs. Beppers. Oh, well, thank you. for. Uh, wow, my speakerphone works great. I'm so glad that my speakerphone works so well. Uh, Mrs. Beppers, hey, uh, gosh, I did not expect you to have that voice. Wow. Uh, uh, how 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 you doing? Oh, I'm doing just fine. A lot of people say I have the, have, uh, the voice for television and the face for radio. Oh, oh, I think I think that 
Well, that that's not what I've seen based on the the picture of you with a thumb covering your face that I saw. Uh, oh, Mrs. Peppers, I'm actually I'm here with your uh, with your son, uh, your 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 big golden boy, and I am uh, I'm helping to take care of him. Uh, and uh, I won't I can't hip a violation and say anything further than that. But I am his doctor, and I am taking care of him, and I also like to be taken care of myself, if you know what I mean, Mrs. Peppers. Ooh, yes, I do. Great, um, great. What are you doing at? Uh, you want to go to Chili's later? Ooh, actually, yes, I love Chili's. Okay, I great. get, I get off um in about an hour and twenty six minutes. Hey, then it sounds like I'm gonna get off in about an hour and. 56 minutes give me a half hour to really work my magic but yeah uh that sounds great that sounds great hour, uh about two hours i'll see you at chili's all right you've got it okay to do okay i gotta go your son just aggressively crossed his uh right leg over his left leg this time uh sorry uh great to great to talk to you mrs peppers i'll uh i'll see you later okay Yeah, she, well. she she hung up with no goodbye. All right, I was waiting for a goodbye, and it just did not come. Okay, uh, sorry about that, Clintog. I just want to make sure it was a working number, um, and and surprisingly, it was so I, a a one nine hundred number. I, I I thought for sure it was not going to work, but she she picked up right away. Yes, my my mother's a sweetheart. She has a such a big heart and helps out whoever she can. How did her? Times. How did her and your father meet? Because maybe that's the magic we need to be recreating for your love connection. Oh, yes, indeed. And also, does your father have the same voice? Does is it is it did they is that the first reason they connected is that you all sound exactly the same? Because I was not expecting her to sound like a carbon copy of you. Well, I mean, it makes total sense because the well, the voice is hereditary. Oh, you know what? Now that you say that, it makes total sense. Yes. You know what? Let's not even discuss it any further. Uh, okay. So, how did your mom meet your dad? Well, quite a funny story, actually. Oh, I but, can't wait. I love a funny story. If I don't laugh, I'm going to be disappointed. Don't worry. Your stomach's going to hurt. Okay. All right. I, I got to warn you, I'm a hard audience. I spent a lot of time in, uh, before I was a therapist, I was actually in improv comedy. So I saw a lot of, uh, not so much the performances of the improvisers, but really funny suggestions by audience members. I saw a lot of those. So I'm ready to laugh. Oh, great. Improv comedy. It's mm -hmm. like, like whose line? Sort of. Whose line is a bit of a gimmick. And what I did was actually a little bit more of an art. Um, but uh, that's just kind of my feeling on it. Um, but sure, if, that, if that's helpful for you to think of me as, uh, uh, you, you might think of me as an elevated Wayne Brady, or if that's helpful. Um, uh, yeah. It's sort of like that. Anyways, but yes, I've heard tons of really funny stories through doing improv comedy, mostly from the one-word suggestions of audience members, and I can't wait to hear what you're about to tell me. Great. Well, they met in a bowling alley. No, no, that. Uh, and is is that the what's the punchline? Is that what I'm laughing at? Is is alley the funny word? Is it bowling that's funny? I, I just, I'm lost. No, it's just like, who meets in a bowling alley? I feel like it's that's so, so weird. Because you, you, people, because look, because people go there to have a good time, right? 
and, and played and played a sport of bowling. Who actually okay. goes to a bowling alley to meet somebody? Is this one in a million chance? Well, that well, I do think I do hear often that you know it is the case that you meet the person that you end up being with when you least expect it, and so that that is a very fairly common story. I guess I do. I guess if I am going to a bowling alley, I'm going with a group of people that are already bowling and I'm not going to socialize with strangers. I, I suppose that's there's a level of truth to that, but it's a I would call it a grim reality. If if anything, not not humorous. Oh, exactly. It's it's so funny. But oh, yeah, boy. Uh, maybe this will be helpful. Clintock, who's your favorite yes. comedian? Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Ooh, let me think about that for a little bit. Mm. Hmm. You know who? Yeah, who I'm currently listening to is a a lot of Mitch Hedberg. Have you heard of Mitch Hedberg? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. He. I mean, he's a classic. He's a very he funny is. man. I uh, I just like him because he just gets uh straight to the point. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he, the, 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 sure. I, I think there are other comedians who are a little bit more straightforward than Mitch Hedberg even, um, uh, but sure. Yes. Uh, would you like to hear some of his jokes? I, uh, oh gosh, I feel like I'm discovering YouTube for the first time in the early aughts. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead. Let me okay. lay a, lay a Mitch Hedberg bit on uh, me. First one is, a a burrito is a sleeping bag for meat. Okay, burrito is sleeping bag for me. Okay, and then what's the punchline? The punchline is the setup. That, no, that's the whole joke. Uh, a burrito is a sleeping bag. Okay. Okay. Well, that's um it's not one of his more classic bits, I would say. Maybe it is, actually. Uh but uh that's not that okay. All right. Maybe it's your delivery, Clintock. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe if I heard Mitch saying it, I would I would be on the floor, but I, I just didn't didn't click for me. Let's reverse let's reverse for a second, Clintock. What's your favorite okay. what's your favorite uh, uh dramatic artistic work? What's your like when you really want to get serious and explore your pathos, what do you throw on? Um I mean I really enjoy uh reading Greek tragedy, so um Oedipus is probably one of my favorites. Mm, yeah that well that that goes into having a hot mom and a pops who's not around i suppose uh okay all right well um and you like to read it you know you don't ever see a production of it huh you just always get that get the original I mean, script i mean funny i mean funny that you bring it up i um did try to do a one-person show of the retelling of oedipus but unfortunately no no producer has picked it up, so well, it's still uh, still in the works. That that feels like to be working at NASA, but then also be producing your own one one person show. That's a, that that you must have been stressed then. Yes, but I don't let walls get in the way of my accomplishments. So I'm very, mm -hmm. I really go a hundred and ten percent. Well, you don't let walls get in the way of your accomplishments, but it does feel like sometimes you will build a wall to protect yourself. We already broke one through through one earlier today. I don't know. I, I Clintock, I just sometimes I have to take everything you say with a grain of salt because you're so defensive of yourself that I don't really get to the raw nub of the actual terrible human being that you are. 
You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that that I'm I'm pushing you to to not always go with your default. Everything's fine and I'm great. Setting. I get you know okay. I, yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, Clintock, let's yes. talk, let's talk a little bit about the your coworkers who you work with because I would have thought that they would have come support the one man show. You know, you certainly. And again, this is another thing that you talk about, and I I fear it's more of a projection than a reality. You talk about how close you are with everybody that you work with, but I I kind of fear like I don't, I've never heard you say one of their names. You know, I've never heard you describe being over at one of their houses for some sort of event. You know, and so I just want to I want to make sure that these friendships are real and that these are people you are close with. Yes. Um, no, uh, I consider my coworkers to be my my best friends. Um, well, take, for instance, a uh, runny nose guy. He he always oh. he always comes to work with a runny nose. And it's just always so comical. This makes me so funny. I'm like. Here, it, that, that's okay. Well, first of Here's all, that, a tissue. That sounds like a cocaine addiction, because um, nobody would have a runny nose every single day when they come into work unless they're doing something to to uh, agitate their nose. Um, second of all, you don't have a name, huh? They're just runny nose guy. No, no you can't. You can't even describe him. Uh, he actually he actually never told me his name. Okay, for yeah. some reason. Well. That to me says maybe he's trying to keep you at a bit of a distance because maybe he uh, is afraid of you or doesn't like you or a combination of being afraid and not liking you. No, that doesn't seem right. Okay, all right. Um, what about uh, what about lunch break? Uh, lunch break. Who you who you want to hang out with first? When when that when I don't know if you have a whistle. But when, when, whenever the whenever the NASA indication of lunch is happening, well, who do you gravitate towards? Who do you talk to? What do you go and grab? Well, um, I usually sit next to the person who always grabs two Salisbury steaks. So that's that's always on Wednesday because we have like a buffet. Uh-huh. So like, they, and, and this person takes two entrees for themselves? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we've, been, we've been friends for quite a long time. So he'll be eating his food. I'll be eating my food across the table from him. And then occasionally we'll lift our heads at the same time. And then he'll make this hilarious face. And then we both put our heads back down. Now what's this? Now can you describe this hilarious face? And again, you you you're not great at comedy, so I, I'm I'm skeptical uh, uh, of what I'm about to hear. But can you describe the the funny face he would make? Yes, it would be like his, like one side of his lip would go up towards his eye, like there's like a fish hook, and then his eyes would make a very like mean glaring look, okay. like like a like disgust. Okay, that sounds like LSD to me. Uh, I would say I would say one of your friends is always on cocaine. The other one is probably tripping on LSD. Uh, just based based on the physical descriptions, that's the that's what comes to mind here. Okay. Um, well, uh, how about after work? We did we did kind of morning arrival. You have runny nose person. You have your lunch break friend who you sit across from. Uh, uh, right when uh, right when that uh, uh, punch card goes out. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you looking forward to seeing? Well, when I uh, usually I'll take some uh, 
like the public transportation home. And then once now, why they, would uh, you say it like that? Why wouldn't you say a train or a bus? You phrase it in such a suspicious way that I, I'm I'm wondering that maybe it's a, an alternative form of public transportation. It, it really just depends on how I'm feeling, because sometimes I take a taxi home or I take a train home or maybe I will just city bike around. It really depends on how I'm feeling. Okay. So. All right. That wasn't worth on me pursuing then. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, okay. So you, you get home normally and. Yes. And as I'm walking down my street, I always say hello to the, the group of teenagers. So the group of, uh, like like uh, like people who hang out on the on the corner every day, that kind of thing. Yes, like just a friendly bunch of group of teenagers. Okay. Those are probably it, the teenagers that are selling the LSD and the cocaine to your to your coworkers. It sounds like maybe you just are are in a drug infested part of uh, uh, town. Uh, I really hope not. Well, do you like drugs? Yes. Some drugs are nice. Drugs? No, I, I wouldn't say I'm a. I'm not much of a, a drug influencer. Any taker. any any substances that you get down with? Alcohol, uh, caffeine. Uh, Ooh, actually, caffeine. Caffeine. That, okay. Caffeine is something that I'm actively trying to quit. Oh, okay. How's that going? Um, I don't know if you can tell, but I've had four cups of coffee before our session, so I'm pretty wired. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, well, um, I I wouldn't say that I was able to tell because again, there's something about you that is so um, indescribable yet bad that I can't really break through. Um, okay, uh, well, okay, so so you have your caffeine addiction. Your friends have your other addictions. That sounds like a a nice little support group of addiction, you know, in in its own way. I would say, I would say start breaking down the walls and start like calling them out for it like hey what's up cokehead you know um oh You're tripping balls again salisbury steak man you're talking about confrontation not so much confrontation as much as acknowledgement of the same reality that we all see in here oh okay for a second i thought you were telling me to confront somebody but i can definitely acknowledge well well we're gonna get to confront your pops later uh but i mean the, the, the thing that you need to confront is pops but i, I wasn't i was kind of saving that for for more towards the end because that's a hard thing to hear but no your friends you don't want to confront your friends you want to commiserate you know are you familiar with that commiserating yes great you, I've, yeah you've heard that I've, I've heard it more in like the past tense when somebody passes away you want to commiserate them? Sure. Well, okay. Well, we're gonna we're going to. I uh, my goal as a therapist is to make sure that old Clintock passes away and new Clintock is born anew, sexier than ever, uh, 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 confident, but in a way that feels appropriate, uh, in a way that feels earned, and possibly uh, on slightly increased drug use. Ooh. So. Yeah, I'm all for having a sexier, more confident Clintock. Right? Don't you think so? Because uh, now, now walk me through the last date that you had, and then we'll talk about how sexier, more confident Clintock would would have done things differently or would have succeeded even more. Okay. So tell, describe yes. to me your last dating experience, Clintock, real quick. 
Yes. Well, of course, my mom was there helping me out. Right. Right um, next to you on the corner. Which oh, that's why I'm taking her to Chili's. Get her out of there so you can have a nice date. Uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um. Not enough. Not enough of my clients thank me for dating their moms. It's just it's so insulting. I I I do this wonderful work of you know, uh, uh, diligently uh, uh, romancing their uh, person who birthed them and they get upset at me. So thank you for thanking me, Clintock. That's 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 growth. That's good to hear. All right, thank so you. you're out on this last date. Your mom's right next to you. She's holding your yeah. hand. Yes, she's holding my hand. Um, My mom's holding my hand. We're going on a walk through the park and my date is right next to us. I'm not holding my date's hand. Her name was Angelica. So we're just going on a walk through the park, through Prospect Park. I've got my coffee in hand. I have my coffee is black. Mm -hmm. But with... first of all, I'm very proud that you knew your date's name. I just wanted to take a second to say that. You don't always get to names with people. And Angelica, you got a name there. All right. So you're you got a coffee black in one hand and your mom's hand in the other. Yeah. I guess you could say, yeah. She was the one who got away. Angelica? Yeah, the one. Well, uh, let's be honest. There's there's at least hundreds, if not thousands, that have gotten away at this point. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so it's anyway, hard to face, it's hard to face these real things. I know. Thank you for it's going really, solemn. Yeah. Yes, I'm feeling things I haven't felt before. Really? Can you describe what you're feeling? It, it feels like there's like a cinder block, like mm -hmm. on my chest. It just keeps getting heavier and heavier, and I I'm don't have enough strength to push it off, even though I go to the gym every day. That could be too much coffee. I don't know if coffee constipates you or not, but that, that could be a coffee thing. Okay, uh, well, uh, so uh, what about this date with Angelica went well or didn't go well? Why do you say? Yes. Why did you think that she's the one that got away the most? Well, first off, we were just walking through the park, just sipping our coffee, just getting to know one another. The first off I had, that, that that's what I got it. I'm good. Let's get to second off, third off. Yeah, second off. And then the conversation naturally evolved into like talking about our families. And then that's when I introduced her to my mom, who I was holding hands oh, with. Oh, so you didn't explain who, who the other woman you were walking and holding hands with was there was no, no context there no def no context oh, maybe she thought you were mormon maybe she was trying to date a mormon guy i mean i don't know what said mormon about me i was just wearing my usual like tight black khaki pants and my white long sleeve shirt and my hair was nice and gelled i don't know what about that screams mormon i i i honestly there's not enough time uh, there's not enough time to get into how Mormon that sounds to me, but, um, okay. But she didn't know that you were walking with the person who turned out to be your mother. Okay. So how'd she react to uh, meeting your mom for the first time? Um, she was actually, I thought I was very brave. Oh, okay. All right. This sounds like a good second date potential thus far. It sounds like maybe you could see this person again. Yes, exactly. That's what I was hoping for, but. I guess what uh, kids say nowadays is that she, she ghost. Yeah, she ghosted me. Oh my god! Oh my god! She 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 came to you while you were asleep and 
haunted your dreams? Actually, no. She got hit by a car. Oh, she got hit by a car. Oh, God. Oh, Clintock, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. That's, um, that, that, that must have been, uh, and to think if you'd been holding her hand instead of your mom's hand, maybe you could have pulled her back. Oh, so, yes. Oh, that's very sad. <sighs> and to think you came in today saying that you were feeling great and every day's sunnier than the next and everything's wonderful and awesome. And here I come to find out the last person you went on a date on died by a car accident in front of you. You see why I'm skeptical, Clintock, when you when you tell me the first thing? You see why I have to dig deeper? Yes. Yeah. You know, ever since we started these sessions, I was always skeptical at first. Yeah. But it, I guess it's all for the better. C-T-W-R-O-S. What does it stand for, Clintock? Repeat it back to me. You can do it, Clintock. We do it at the top of every session. CTWROS. We did it today. Earlier today, uh, I talked you through it. Uh, uh, is it client. Mm. Um, turtleneck. Okay. War zone. Okay. Over three, but uh, you got another half to go. Uh, righteous orangutan saxophone. Now, why would that? Now, why would those words go together? <laughs> oh, they all have to be related. Well, that's the first for me. Okay. Well, I I, I always no. forget. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm a creative thinker who rents office space, and you're clearly not a creative thinker who rents office space. All right. Oh, uh, I it just came to me. I know what it is now. Well, I just said it out loud. So you it's it, creative thinker who rents out okay. office space. Okay. Well, I must not, have had a mental block. Rents, it's not who rents out office space because then that would be a double O. Then I'd be a sub C T W R O O S, which would make no sense. It's just one O. Creative thinker who rents office space. Yes. Yes? Indeed. O office space. Does that ring any bells for you, Clintock? When you hear the words office space, is there anything that uh, that, that just, I don't know, uh, uh, makes you feel like maybe you escaped out of a DVD? Um, I mean, it does feel good to be a gangster. But mm, not my question, not related. And, no? pl and please, no more Mitch Hedberg material. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. This famous bit about being a gangster. Uh, okay. You know what, Clintock? I'll tell you what. Yes. Uh, we've made a lot of progress today. Maybe the thing to do is just reset you before you head out uh, uh, the door here. Uh, I'd love to do just another standard guided meditation with you. Would that be okay, Clintock? Yes, that's okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And knowing how much you desire to be a ladies' man, I actually I got this meditation from a very cool guy that I know, and I, I hope that this will make you feel cool and happening and, and hip with the ladies. Okay, Clintock? Okay. All right, thank you so much. And Clintock, if you would please listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three, two, one. Clintock, you can remember, not too long ago, you went to the theater, and you saw the gang's show. Now, you always wanted, Clintock, you always wanted to fit into a band. Yes, you did. Yes. And to sing your songs, and to become a bad There in that 
Hollywood-like city, the city of the stars, movies, women, and cars. Yes. And well, I guess, I guess you'll just have to stay. Repeat after me, Clintock. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What you got to say? What you got to say? I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, hey, hey, hey. What you got to say? What you got to say? Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. Hollywood swinging. Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. Hollywood swinging. And we're coming out of the meditation now, Clintock. And three. Two, one, and you're back with me. How are you, Clintock? How did that feel? Was that helpful? Oh, God, I want to go back. You want to go? Well, it's impossible. You can't go back. That's That was a fantasy state. That's it, Clintock, isn't it? You live in a fantasy so often that you struggle to realize the things that are actually going on around you, which is that you are surrounded by drug-infested uh, 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 people that are not really your friends. Uh, your your hot mom is overly possessive of you and doesn't allow you to date and get out there. Your dad wants nothing to do with you and never really loved you to begin with. That's the truth of it, Clintock, and we need to break out of the fantasy and realize the muck you actually survive in. You're right. You're totally right. Thank you. I am the problem. Yeah. Well, you're the problem for now, Clintock, but new Clintock is on the way, right? And here's what we're going to do. First thing, first yes. thing we're going to do, we're going to murder your father, all right? Straight up murder, all right? No bus accidents. I want this to be hand on neck, ringing till he's dead, all right? I want you to see the life drain out of his eyes, all right? Okay. I think I could do that. Yeah? You think or you know? I've, I'll have my mom help me out, but I'm pretty sure I can. Your mom's busy now. Your mom's off on a, at Chili's, getting a, a splitting a chili con queso with a lovely man. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just you. It's just you and pop up. Pop up. I guess I can create a thermal combustion engine and not install a cooling system in there. That's sadistic. That's 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 uh, horrifying sounding. But you know what? Might work. Might work. I, I do want to check, Clintock, again, just because your reality is so far apart from what you actually describe, and I dig deeper and I find out real actual truths. Can you describe the NASA offices to me? Can you describe uh, uh, what NASA looks like from your perspective? I just want to make sure it's really a space station. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. So first, it has two sliding doors, motion sensor. When you walk in, there's a receptionist and everything. It's like they always welcome you and they have like brochures at the front about like what ex like exhibits are going to be happening. And then exhibits. Make... Now that's a telltale word right right away. Exhibits is a big red flag that I don't think NASA would have would call it exhibits. That to me is more of a uh, dare I say museum thing. Museum. Oh, I can see how that can be confusing. But, you know, sometimes they'll have like tour groups coming in. Sometimes there'll be like buses lined out in front. And then occasionally, like, well, not occasionally, but like every day they'll have a special performance where you get to learn all about the solar system. 
Okay, yeah, that's a. This is going to be a museum or a planetarium, but not a NASA facility. Where okay, and so you say you do the thermal engineering for this place. So you said that that involves saving lives and protecting people and cooling things down when they get too hot. So can you get a little bit more specific about that? Maybe that'll be helpful here. Yes, uh, sometimes the the projector will overheat, so I need to find a fan and place it by the projector, so that way it doesn't spontaneously combust okay and then the whole so you work in a place planet. burns down okay, you work in a planetarium all right you work in a planetarium with a cocaine addict and somebody who's always on lsd it does explain why i did think salisbury steak was a, <laughs> a weird buffet choice for nasa and i guess it makes a little bit more sense that to be at a museum all right so you're 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 a you're you're a below a docent it sounds like a docent is is higher end on the museum scale than you Yes. Okay. All right. Well, well, Clintock, that's very sad. That's uh, you have a very sad life, and I think it would be helpful if you came in here, not uh, full of confidence and bravado, but came in and talked about how uh, shitty you are and how shitty your life is. I guess that's true. All right. But always gotta be optimistic. Every day is a sunny day. Every day is a sunny day, and hey, uh, new stepdad coming in that could be helpful, right? Although I'm probably not, I'm probably not looking to get too attached. I'm really just here for sex. Cool. Hey, thermal engineer. All thermal about that engineer. cool. All about that cooling. All right. Well, I, I really hope you have a fun a fun time with my mom. Well, thank you, Clintock. I, I pre again I appreciate you saying that. You take this so much better than most of my other clients. Uh and uh and yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting. It's gonna take me a while to get over the fact that she essentially has a male voice. Um, but, uh, uh, one that sounds just like you every day, it's going to be hard to kind of dissociate, but you know, I can close my eyes and, you know, pretend that's what I, that's what I do during most times I'm having sex is close my eyes and dissociate anyway. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. You have it all worked out. I have, I, I try to, I try to Clinton. All right. Uh, so same time next week, uh, come okay. on back and, uh, and yeah, um, you know, keep dating out there. Don't let don't let the fact that your last date ended in a, uh, uh, I guess, a manslaughter of, of the bus driver. I guess the bus driver was convicted of manslaughter. Yes, it's yeah. Yeah, so you know, I'm sure the next date won't end like that. I'm sure it will end a little bit better than that. So you know, it can only go up from here, Clintock. Get on out there, start dating again. Will do. I'm gonna find the best public transport and go home. That's okay. I'm not going to follow up on that again because you're just going to say it's a bus or a taxi. I've learned my lesson. Thanks, Clintock. Good to meet you. Or not meet you. Good to see you again, friend. You too. I'll Take wait. it easy. I'll try to. Wow. That was, um, you know, I spent 90 minutes in a dental chair getting the back tooth at the top of my mouth drilled aggressively uh, by a, uh, a, a bitter, a bitter dentist who was burning me. And yet that felt like an easier experience than having to pull those teeth that I just had to pull out of Clintock there metaphorically. That was, uh, that was something that was, uh, you know, I hope, I hope at the very least I burned his mouth a little bit. Quick note to self. Oh, I've referenced a few times a producer who's been helping me out, Nick Rockwell. Well, Nick is so emotionally connected and sweet and kind, and also a tremendously funny performer and a fantastic personal trainer. You can follow Nick on social media at Norwegian underscore thunder underscore butt. That's double T, 
uh, like the like like the butt on your butt. Uh, Norwegian Thunderbutt with underscores in between on Instagram. And also, be sure you check out nickrockwell.com. It's got everything you would want to know about him as an actor, performer, etc. nickrockwell.com. I'm in a show with my friends from the Drop Your Socks crew, Wednesday, September 28th at 7 p.m. at the Brooklyn Comedy Collective. Come on out and see us. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ER Harland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes a wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Be sure you follow at Sigmund Fraud Pod if you want to see behind-the-scenes photos of me and some of my clients, which shouldn't get out there. I need to shut that account down somehow. Okay, Ian, this is a, uh, a NASA scientist who is actually a projectionist at a planetarium. Privacy is going to be very important to make sure Clintock doesn't have a psychological break and burn my office space down. So let's just make sure I save this in the right place. There you go. Over here, nobody should be able to find it.